Welcome to the Life's a Pitch podcast, the show where we pitch the best movies that will never get made. I'm Tom McGrath. And I'm Matt Turner. This is the podcast where we ask you, the listener, to give us a title of a movie that doesn't exist. Yet. We then collaborate to create a pitch for that movie, complete with casting, story beats, and sometimes even marketing. Without further ado, this week's main feature is... A monocle on both eyes. A monocle on both eyes. Yeah. Ooh. A monocle on both eyes. That is a mystery. The mi- the main mystery there is why aren't you calling it glasses? <laughs> I guess. Uh, that title, A Monocle on Both Eyes, given to us by Leah Dungay on Twitter. Thank you for that. So we're doing period drama mysteries. There was a uh, There was a tie in the Patreon poll this week. Oh, so we have to blend them together. We've got to blend them together. I mean, it's, it shouldn't be hard with these two. Because... Yeah, I mean, they're basically the same genre. Well, actually, that's not true. They're, like... <laughs> they're basically the same genre. Yeah. I wonder who. I wonder where the mystery is in Pride and Prejudice. I mean, who's he going to marry? Oh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> it's a mystery. <laughs> I mean, but generally, they they are a, a pair that go to get together ridiculously well. Yeah. They are, they are often seen together out at parties. Yeah. Um, these two genres. So shall we get on with some honourable mysteries? Mm-hmm. So this is the part of the show where we just go through some more titles people have given us. Leah Dungay got in touch with us on Twitter, gave us a title there for this week. Um, you can also find us on Facebook as well, facebook.com forward slash Life's a Pitch Podcast, and that's Twitter at Life's a Pitch Show as well. Alright, so from Reese Howell we've got The Murder Full of Vicar Rage. The Murder Full of Vicar Rage. This, this, oh. was, this was a very, very big contender for, uh, for the, uh, big, the big pitch today. The, the murder page. full of the murder full of vicar rage, like vicarage. Nope, like a really angry vicar. Yeah, but like vicar, like it's, uh, it's, it's, it's a, a bit it's of a play. Pun. It's a yeah. play on words. So it's a play on words. Do you think that someone is bumping off vicars? Like, because in general, a vicarage, right? Mm. It ain't. It ain't. Where monks live, it's not. It's not like a you know, like a um, a monastery where yeah. loads of vicars live together. It's why not? There's because there's one like one <laughs> vicar not? per parish. Why is there not five vicars living in a flat somewhere? That's you know, I don't like reality TV, but that I would watch. <laughs> five vicars living in a flat. It's just terrace house, but with vicars instead of Japanese people. Okay. But how about this? A scandal has rocked the Church of England. Yeah. Right? Um, uh, it's the... What's his name? The uh, Ush... Bishop of Bishop Canterbury. Bishop of Canterbury. Yeah. Accidentally let slip that there's a lot, and I mean a lot, of juggalos within... <laughs> the, within like... Lot, that's the scandal. Yeah. Juggalos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, juggalos, the... Fan of the insane clown posse, yes, <laughs> of course. Of um, course. I thought I'd heard that word before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They like Fago, which is an American uh, uh, pop drink. Yeah, uh, and it, it turned the, the, the scandal is a fewfold, right? Mm-hmm. Firstly, it's a bit weird. Yeah. Right. Secondly, in the Bible, it explicitly says <laughs> no juggalos. no juggalos. Yeah. Right. And third, um, they uh, even though they've got an even though they uh, like ICP have a song called Miracles. Yeah. Right, and third, like 
most... I, 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 sorry, I just sort of glazed over that. ICP. ICP, Insane Clown Posse, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, okay. Um, and, uh, and, and third and finally, it turns out that most of the tax-free income of the Church of England was going on Fago. Yeah. This this pop drink, right? This 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 soda. <laughs> Massive scandal. Yeah. Right? Um and and how did the Arch, uh, Archbishop of Canterbury deal with that? How did um the the established order deal with that? Mm. They just moved people around. <laughs> they just sent them away yeah. to a different vicarage, right? Well, anyway, people are furious yeah the world is furious about this whole whole scandal um because nobody likes juggalos no um uh and they um i haven't seen de- death threats in my future and i don't know why i don't think they're that violent <laughs> <juggalos>. um <laughs> i haven't heard the word juggalo for a, a good five years in this in this fictional universe nobody likes juggalos at all matt you may have you may have well have <laughs> <laughs> have said, oh yeah, there's a lot of vicars that uh, that used to be supporters of Coney 2012. <laughs> yeah, like it's that that irrelevant nowadays. Um, but anyway, they uh... <laughs> you mentioned Juggalos as if they were a problem back in the day. <laughs> they were a problem. <laughs> well, they were in this world. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, uh, anyway, so... they weren't the insane clown posse, but they were fans of. Yeah. So. They didn't do anything the insane clown posse did, which I would assume going around in a rapping. All oh, right, just rapping. Yeah. I f- I would assume that they went around in a giant clown car causing mischief. No, no. they're very much like the kiss of rap. Yeah, yeah. They got face paint on. Okay. Um, seems to be the preserve of. of... I always sort of linked them in with Slipknot. I never actually listened to them, so. Yeah, I mean you could you could hear him on Kerrang yeah. once in a while. Um, that's what I link with Slipknot. Anyway, so the, um, <laughs> you could you could listen to him on Kerrang once in a while. Yeah, that's your experience of yes. Slipknot. So anyway, we start our film hmm. in. This is all like on TV as we are starting the film from the perspective yeah. of a young Maisie Williams okay. who's going to a Church of England junior school. Okay. Right? Um, oh, oh. Who, uh, we're who... Writing, we're writing from experience. <laughs> write what you know, Tom. Write what, write you, what know, you know. And that is Church of England junior school. <laughs> yeah. So... Um, <laughs> That's just a joke for us and our parents. I mean... And our friends. <laughs> we, like, we both went to a Church of England yeah. junior school. That's that's what you can that's take from that. Joke. That's the joke there. Um, but she's going to a Church of England junior school, right? Yeah. And her her dad, she's getting ready for, for school. Her dad is reading the paper and he's furious about uh, the uh, this, this scandal in the Church of England. Oh, uh, so he just goes around murdering. <laughs> is that it? Is that what it is? Um, yeah, and she follows him. It's kind of like Leon. <laughs> <laughs> she also hates juggalos. Well, I was going to say, basically, they've had a new... This this year at school, yeah. they've had a new vicar in, yeah. right? Um, and uh, because the last one... Has, has, has gone away yeah right uh, and a new one's come in and then within two weeks he's also gone and a new vicar's coming in oh. right and he, her dad is like going it's obviously because of the scandal they just keep moving these people around but actually after she kicks a ball she's really good at football after she kicks a ball into the vicar's garden right she goes in and realises that they're being murdered 
and buried underneath oh. the... Uh, oh, God. So she, like, weirdly enough, though, she gets beaten up and bullied by a load of juggalos yeah. at school. Yeah. So she's fine with this. She's like, I want to I want to help you murder these people. Yeah, dad. yeah. She realises that her dad is doing it, yeah. And then, uh, and then Jean Renault, her dad... <laughs> <laughs> the guy who played Leon in Leon the Professional is like, oh, I will teach you the ways of killing juggalos. <laughs> First, you get them in, lure them in with a trap. That's right. A trap. A trap. A box. A box with a stick holding it up. <laughs> with Attached a bottle with of Fago underneath. A bottle of Fago and some big shoes. And some and when they get in there it's full of magnets. They hate those. They hate magnets. Fuck juggalos. <laughs> it's a good it's a good chance for us to do Leon the Professional, um, but without any of the like creepy subtext. Yeah, yeah, because it's just her dad. Yeah, yeah, it's just... It's, the, the, it's not It's not her dad or her boyfriend. Yeah. We're... Equally as weird. <laughs> it's... Yeah, Leon... Equally as weird and problematic. Leon could have been a good film if it was just about, just about a father and daughter relationship. Yeah, it, it wouldn't... I don't know. Leon the Professional is a very good movie. It's certainly got potential. (laughs) But yeah, I think that's it. I think uh, I think Maisie Williams and Jean Reno are. uh... They they just keep murdering the vicars. (laughs) They just keep murdering clown vicars. Yeah, yeah. I mean that they 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 dress as clowns in their spare time to listen to insane clown rap posse. I don't know. (laughs) All I know is I don't like them. I think I think ever since ever since. I lost my legs in Vietnam to a, to a clown. <laughs> to a clown. But then, here's the thing, right? <laughs> it wasn't in the war. He just bumped into a clown carrying, juggling chainsaws. They kill like five vicars. Yeah. And then she starts to realise that actually the last two that they killed were not juggalos at all. Oh, God. They were just... They were just vicars. They were just vicars. Oh, no. And so she has to stop her dad. And that's the, the denouement there yeah. is that she um, is inspired by the um, by the teachings of the insane clown posse. And then and then once she's killed her dad, yeah. she then gets bullied and beaten up at school by vicars. And she's yeah. like, oh, I made the wrong choice. <laughs> Another denouement. The, the the amount of hairpin turns we've made on what is good or is bad in this film is is going to be the defining legacy of it. <laughs> Much like Leon the Professional. <laughs> like, like, because uh, re- reviewers are going to be going, are going to be writing in their notebook, Vickers good? <laughs> Clowns bad? No. No. Dad good. <laughs> Cl- clowns bad? No. Clowns good. Dad bad. And then and then when they come to like typing it up, that that's all they write yeah. in Empire magazine or something. <laughs> it's got four out of five stars. Four out of five stars, and you're yeah. just like, why? It's just a load of like two word, two two word questions. <laughs> Clowns good. <laughs> and then on, on the on the paper is just printed just a blood splatter. 
they got a taken a gun on themselves at the end of it. <laughs> at the end of writing the review. Or um, they spilled some Fago. <laughs> oh, who knows? Um, so from Phil Walters, we've got the tipsy toddler. <laughs> the tipsy toddler. Now, this is obviously... We could we could do a Who Shot Mr. Burns yeah. with this. Sure. Or we have it set in a pub. I think... I think called low... the tipsy toddler. Oh, I was going to say there should be low stakes here. Yeah. A a a kid who spilled my pint, and then and then Jim Broadbent gathers the the <laughs> usual suspects. I just like the idea that a, a kid falls down and is sick, and then everyone is like, "Who gave this child alcohol?" Oh, well, the film starts with Jim Broadbent going, "Who spilled my pint again?" Yeah. And Bloody a, hell! A, 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 it, it's about to get to fisticuffs with, yeah. uh, um, we'll say, uh, Michael Fassbender, uh, and then, then like it's disarmed yeah. by Maggie Smith, the landlady. Yeah, You're like oh, none of, none of you, Jim Broadbent's character, are fighting again. Look, I'll get you another pint. Not, not the, not the point though, is it? I want to know who's, who's doing it, who's doing it, and then suddenly this kid bursts in in a diaper, lands face down on the floor, and just vomits everywhere. Who gave that kid alcohol? And then Jim Broadbent then gathers up the usual suspects. The kid, the, the kid is currently like it stands up. It launched, it's launched itself onto the bar where it throws up. Um, How? We don't know. Uh, it then, it then well, does it, a full. It, it, it stood right. That there was a there was a sort of a balanced because uh, it's like sort of a rural farming community yeah. um, in in the West Country, and uh, the kid sort of sits drunkenly down on the end of a spade. Well, we'll find then, that out later. And then Michael Fassbender the coming out of the uh, <laughs> coming out of the toilet just stands on the other end of the spade <laughs> and just catapults him up onto the onto the bar. That will eventually be part of the baby's day out mystery that, we, <laughs> that is solved here. Yeah. It's like what's going to happen is when they eventually wind back the mystery, mm. who's who's going to be the person who solves this mystery? It's Jim Bro- Jim, Jim Broadbent Bro- 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 is constantly Bro- Bro- solving the mystery of yeah. who's spilled his pie every night yeah and he's able and he's able to say no right you had too much to drink so you stumble into the door and then the door hit pete and pete walked forward slightly faster which occluded the view of keith who was about to come through the through the outside door now (laughs) keith being having only one good leg leaned towards the left which meant that you were on your from coming back from the toilet, you then had to go around him to avoid it, meaning you spilled my pint and it's all your fault. I don't know what you're talking about. This is ridiculous. Whose toddler is this? And then <laughs> and then they all look at the camera. It's <laughs> <laughs> just like, yeah, whose toddler? Like, it's all sort of old to middle-aged people living in this, uh, living in this town. No, we don't none, of families. Which, none of which has had a kid. Yeah, <laughs> in the last. No, there's no families years. in this in this community. Yeah. So who's whose toddler is this? At which point the toddler takes a full run up on the on the bar, like a like a track. Yeah, does a almost perfect triple jump, <laughs> and launches <laughs> launches itself at the at the jukebox, which is which is on the wall. 
and just grabs onto the the thing, rips the front off of it. Yeah. Taking with it a, a, just a, a, a spew, what? a spew of CDs fall out of it yeah. in an avalanche, and then they can't find the baby. Like they can't find the toddler at all. That's the thing. It's a period drama mystery. The mystery is not who done it. It's a ghost story. Yes. This baby, the, like this, isn't a period drama in in terms of this is set in modern times. Yeah. Right. The baby is the period part. The baby is from the past. Yeah. And so Jim Broadbent has to, like, drunkenly is stumbling through records of, yeah. um, of like... <laughs> Everyone involved gets more progressively drunk as the film goes on. <laughs> yeah, because Maggie Smith won't stop serving them. <laughs> like, Maggie Smith will not stop serving them at all. Yeah. Um, uh, like, oh, get hair on your chest <laughs> every time she serves a drink. Yeah. she says that. You'll get hair on your chest. Yeah, you'll get hair on your chest. <laughs> <laughs> so, so when eventually they figure out that um, uh, long, long ago, there was a um, when this when this community was still young and there were only about four or five farming families. Yeah, the discovery of of coal in mm. the hills brought a load more people to the to, to search for it yeah right and then <laughs> like the gold rush i mean it's it's it happened yeah it happened in rural england as yeah, well fair enough. Yeah, but it's just black gold in it yeah um and uh the there's the, you know loads of people are coming to the town suddenly there's a there's a bar in the middle of town mm. because someone started one of the families decides that this you know i'm going to make more money doing this than farming yeah which of course consternation throughout the throughout the town mm. everyone hates the idea of making this this pub and the old lady who who was setting up the pub eventually gets murdered <gasps> by um uh She's like they they as they they kind of lay siege to the pub. Mm. These families, these farming families, right? Um, they are they're all about to come in and, and either torch the place or kill her, right? For yeah. for starting this pub, but she grabs one of the family's kid, and accidentally the kid and her die together. Oh, that well, old that lady drunk, and it's the pub is now known as the Tipsy Toddler. Tipsy Toddler, yeah. That old lady. Maggie Smith. Maggie Smith. She said her last words are that'll put hair on your chest. Oh my god. <laughs> Don't know why. <laughs> she, she's like the poltergeist that. Yeah. She's the that causes this. Everyone's been so drunk they can't really figure that out. Yeah. Only, only, only we, the audience, can we, figure it we out. We figure it out as the audience, and uh, the, we cut to credits just as she bolts the door for it, and she's like, lock in! Time to put hair on your chest, and she get loads of crossbow. <laughs> <laughs> made of hair yeah yeah there we go the tipsy toddler all right so now we move on to our final major pitch and that is from Leah Dungay a monocle on both eyes a monocle on both eyes now you were saying the real mystery here is why not call it glasses <laughs> a monocle on both your eyes <laughs> <laughs> from Romeo and Juliet yeah exactly yeah yeah, yeah. um Monocle on both your houses. The, the, <laughs> the thing is, with this, yeah, it's the first thing that pops into my head. Yeah, is the Monopoly Man Mandela effect. 
okay thing that he has a mon- uh, he has a monocle. No, he doesn't have a monocle. Yeah, That's... no, in real life he doesn't. He doesn't yeah. have a monocle in real life, but the Mandela effect people say he does. He does. Or did, rather. Because that's that's how we traditionally think of uh, a rich person being, right? Yeah. 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 And it's it's weird that when you think of the Monopoly man, the mascot for the uh Yeah. I like board this game Monopoly. I like this very much. Uh, ha- must have had a monocle. Yeah, you, you when you when you kind of try to p- uh, picture that, and especially if you pose the question, does the Monopoly man have a monocle? Yeah, you would generally say, yeah, because he's got a top hat, he's got a cane, mm-hmm. and of course, in in your mind's eye, he those two things monocle. go with a monocle, right? <laughs> they triangulate at the monocle. Yeah, <laughs> I like the idea that this is. It's kind of like a conspiracy theory. Yeah. Um. But in 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 this case, right, this is going to be like a bit of an adventure, a bit of a, a bit of a period drama, Ooh. and a bit of a mystery. Ooh. Right? So the um. I think the thing people were thinking of though is that peanut butter mascot. Oh, I don't I don't know who that is or what that is. It's a peanut. It's just a peanut, Mr. Peanuts, or something like that. I've just, I've just, uh, I've just always sort of associated those three things: the cane, the top hat, and the monocle, with being rich. Yeah. So, with the cartoonish thing of being rich. So, if you try to think of the Monopoly Man, it also might be uh, that bald guy from Ace Ventura Two: When Nature Calls, <laughs> where he goes, "Hey, look, it's the Monopoly Man," and then knocks the guy out, and then uses him as a scarf. <laughs> Don't remember that at all. <laughs> it's it's insane, like most '90s Jim Carrey movies. Yeah. But it's a very funny bit. I'm pretty sure that guy had a monocle, so it might it might be that that's uh, that's the cause this of this. The cause of this. I mean, I listen. The the Mandela effect. We should probably mention for those who are not in in the conspiracy theory now, is people misremembering things essentially. Listen, we're not we're not a Mandela effect podcast. We're no, not here to solve no, this. Surprisingly, not no. at this point. We might as well be <laughs> right. But all all we need to know is that people have started. Um, believing that the Monopoly man has a monocle, right? Yeah, yeah. So we, we star... Robin... Or, did, or did have, rather. Yeah. We star Robin Williams, who is yep. a, a board game collector and toy... Oh. He owns a toy shop. Oh, I love it. And um, he's... Uh, he's got one eye. He's got... Sure, why not? Because he lost it in Vietnam. One eye and his little finger's gone. Sure. On his right hand. I understand. Yeah. Um, so uh, just setting stuff up. Yeah, you're you just know, setting like, stuff up. Yeah. Some spitballing. We've got... He's got. He's got an iron. Making him an interesting character. <laughs> he owns a boat, um, and every <laughs> now and then he says "yeehaw." <laughs> so he is. Uh... He owns a boat as well, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, Sorry, he yeah. owns a boat. Yeah. Okay. Um, only like a little one. Okay. Um, more of a yacht. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so. He's he's been going. He's getting old, you know. Yeah. But people keep coming in, and he's got his uh, his niece works at the at the store with him because because yeah. Robin Williams is getting getting pretty old. So uh, Natalie Portman. Natalie Portman is his niece. Hey, I was going to go younger than that. I, it's well, me. How, actually, how old is Natalie Portman? Natalie Portman, thirties, forties. I was going to go with Mara Wilson, but I think she might be similar. Mm, no, 
Mara Wilson, I think, is a bit younger. Okay. Uh, but Natalie Portman, yeah. I mean, Robin Williams is dead, so I guess it doesn't matter. <laughs> it really does not matter. <laughs> um, so, okay, so Natalie Portman yeah. um, is working at there. There is kind of a weird sort of Pokemon evolution from like Maisie Williams, Mara Wilson, and Natalie Portman. Yeah, and Christina Ritchie's in there somewhere, but it's you need a stone. You need a stone yeah. to, uh, <laughs> to evolve Mara Wilson into Christina Ritchie, yeah. <laughs> You need the Richie Stone. Yeah. <laughs> or the or the Casper Stone. Yeah, you need the Spook Stone. The Spook Stone. <laughs> to turn Mara Wilson into Christina Ritchie. You give you give Mara Wilson a elaborate Queen Amidala headdress yeah. and she turns into <laughs> Natalie Portman. <laughs> and <laughs> you give her a spook stone. Yep. In order to turn her into Christina Ritchie. <laughs> but if she ever falls over from standing, Amanda Bynes is what you get. <laughs> Unless you hold B. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Mara Wilson's evolving, and if you press B, it's just that you've turned in, you've turned her into Amanda Bynes. <laughs> I, but I didn't want to evolve. Well, none of the n- none of you wanted this. She fell. We over didn't want this either. Holding B makes her fall over from standing. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Um, anyway, there we go. <laughs> so Ron Williams is—he's he's in this shop. He's—he's he's got um, uh, Natalie Portman. She's helping him, and so people keep coming in and looking at the old versions, the old Monopoly stuff, and saying, "Where's his? Where's his monocle?" Yeah, and he's like, "What hell? He's never had a monocle. Well, well, this is this is a this is an original Monopoly set. Mm. He's never had a monocle. This is an antique." It's like. Yes, yes, he has. He's got a monocle. He's always had a monocle. I and then they go away, and they uh, they bring back. Like it's a few days later, they bring back a copy of Monopoly yeah. on which he's got a monocle. The guy has a mo- has a monocle on, mm. and he's like, "This can't be right. You just put it in on pen." But he does all his antiquing stuff. Yeah. Getting the ink and doing all the blotting paper and stuff. Yeah. Natalie Portman, especially, she's she did a forensics degree, but she's doing a forensics degree. Yeah. But when she, to pay for it, she's working working for her, her uncle, mm. um, and she's peeling off layers of this very fine bits of to, to kind of test it to see how old it is. Yeah. And it's it's genuine. It's from the time that this was made. Blooming And then. Robin Williams starts looking at like his own copies because he's got you know f- throughout the years loads and loads notes. The oldest one, he rubs away at the the eye, <gasps> and oh, it's got a monocle on. Oh no! So is this like a national treasure hunt now? Very to find much out so. What happened to what, the monocle? What happened to it? So he he sends it he sends it away. To... Is it like national treasure or is it more like spotlight? <laughs> Don't know. You know where it's it some matter. investigative journalism. Yeah. Uh, well, I think he 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 writes off to whatever it is, Hasbro. <laughs> Monopoly. Yeah, he writes <laughs> off to Hasbro. Yeah. And that night, he's got both these copies. Hmm. That night, he hears a crash. He sleeps <gasps> above the above the um uh, the store. Oh. He hears a crash. And a mysterious man has broken in to to steal his copy of both copies, both offending copies of Monopoly. Oh God! 
And it turns out it's that... It's a they... conspiracy theory. Yeah, <laughs> kind of. Yeah. Like, someone doesn't want that truth to be out. Yeah. Right? And it just so happens that two of these old copies are um, are there. Yeah. Well, we see that letter get sent to the head of Hasbro. Okay. Uh, ben Mendelsohn. Yeah. Who then reads the letter, slams it on the desk and goes... Who know? Who else knows about this? <laughs> and uh, and there's someone just sort of in the corner of the boardroom, just like uh, who who makes a note of it, sort of a sly note, like a very slippery man. Who's a very slippery man? Um, who is a very slippery man? Um, I mean, Rowan Atkinson's pretty slippery. He's pretty slippery. He's he's the he's Hasbro's head of spies. <laughs> head of spies. <laughs> All right, <laughs> like in Game of Thrones, he's the kind of uh, he's the he's the what's his name, the Varys figure. Yeah, yeah, the, the kind the, of the little mm, finger. I will, I will get our people on it <laughs> right away, sir. Uh, chaos is a ladder, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Hasbro. <laughs> I've always wondered why uh, why Hasbro's motto is chaos is a ladder. <laughs> And it's not because they own the rights to snakes and ladders. No. <laughs> Chaos is snakes and ladder. Yeah. Yeah. Chaos is a ladder and a snake. So we have to figure out, I mean, so does Robin Williams, firstly. Mm. You know, I mean, let, let's let's put it this way. Like, I think Robin Williams tries to stop this person breaking in. Mm. Um, and he's, he's got injured. his novelty foam baseball bat he comes down, down yeah. with. Uh, and in, he's injured in the process, yeah. and like Natalie Portman then has to figure out like a, a, a lot of this next, a, a lot of the next steps while he recovers in uh, in hospital in hospital from a big a big iron shaped burn on the on the center of his chest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's uh, he's hospitalized, yeah. and he's just sort of in a in a in a full body cast. Yeah, um, sort of sort of rendering why he would have one eye uh, again nothing we can really sort of pull from the description I gave him earlier well he'll be back don't worry Tom but he's like he's resting up right now but he hid most of the evidence for the for the monarch he's hidden the, the monopoly box in his boat oh really down oh, on I the harbour oh my goodness <laughs> okay yeah, yeah yeah so Natalie Portman goes down there and she's like I've got like why why did they want to get him and he's like he sort of rolls over in his full body cast grabbing her by the neck and go go to the boat <laughs> the harbour the harbour it's like the horror no the uh, harbour <laughs> he's like he's like don't worry I've got it in safekeeping I'm giving it safe harbour <laughs> what what no, 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 no. That's when the nurses come in and go, oh, shit. Yeah, this this keeps it, it, happening. We, we, just, yeah. we just need to switch off the heart monitor and back on and off again. But you're going to have to go, Natalie Paul. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. going to have to go now. Uh, his visiting hours are over. <laughs> <laughs> like it's a prison. Yeah, she's like, all right, fair enough. Yeah, fair well, enough. Right. yeah. I'll go. I'll go down. And what, to where? What? I don't understand. <laughs> she gets it. Okay, the harbour. Yeah. What and then she finds that he's got a well, boat. She goes back to back to their house and notices that, that there's posts for him like boats weekly or something like that yeah. comes through. Like, oh, of course, yeah, he's got that fucking boat, hasn't he? Never uses it. Never uses it. It's just out in. It's it, we just use it for storage. <gasps> <gasps> Maybe the person that broke in was looking for that because they didn't steal anything else. 
Yeah, they'd, they'd taken the new copy, but they hadn't taken his prize one. Yeah, his his old, ancient copy of Monopoly. Yeah. Um, that surprisingly was uh, was the one before they they ruined it with capitalism. Yes, it was. It was like oh, it's that's the good, socialist yeah. monopoly. It's the one that like that that really is critical of yeah. of, of uh, you know late stage capitalism. Yeah. Um, and so. Um, uh, th- and the 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 thing is that had that like it's not even Hasbro that made that. Yeah. Right. It was this company that. Um, I honestly thought when you got to cut, and I was like, cult. <laughs> <laughs> it was this cut. No. <laughs> um, the guy who actually originally made it and actually mm. um, uh, he was he just won the lottery basically yeah right and it was like an eccentric millionaire mm. back in back in the, the the victorian era sort of thing and he'd started like making all these these games that he wanted to thrill children with and educate them and stuff yeah and um the, the and robin williams at the start of the film will tell you know the newcomer seth rogan um uh, who, who who comes in and asks where the monocle is sort of thing yeah um he'll educate him on all this stuff this background you know really did you know that the, the original monopoly was was uh made by a really nice old eccentric millionaire um <laughs> in in the days of steam he had a top hat and a cane yep <laughs> and that's it <laughs> and that's it nothing more nothing less that's this is all from it's, the official hasbro that's website all he wore a top hat and a cane <laughs> a top hat and a modestly placed cane <laughs> Um, and uh, I think what we'll, what we'll eventually Natalie Portman will discover when she gets this new this old version this, this antique when she gets down to the harbour yeah. is she'll discover that um, underneath the monocle when she uses her forensic skills to peel it off mm. there is coordinates to like the the like a park place yeah the original I was just trying to think where where in Monopoly is it's, no no let's have the London version yeah, yeah, yeah. because we know that yeah we the the original deeds to the entirety of Mayfair oh yes <laughs> the original deeds to the street of Mayfair yeah every building yeah. is 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 like there's a, a legit deed that's just been sublet and sub subsold and all mm. that kind of thing but if you can get that you would own every building on that on that road so just to summarize yeah. right natalie portman has now found a treasure which could own part of a very rich part of london yep um worth millions perhaps yep. billions probably billions probably billions yep. Um, Hundreds of millions, at least. Yeah, it's it's like um, was it billionaires row? Yeah, in New York. Sure, that kind of level of like you own every. Property I mean, every on it. Tom, everyone's played Monopoly. Whatever the purple one is. Yeah. That. Yeah. Like no. whatever the really I like it was blue. Bluey, yeah. Blue purple, dark blue. Yeah, dark blue. Whatever that one is. Yeah. The one at the end, just before go. Yeah, it's that. Yeah. she's found deeds she's, to that. She's found deeds well, no, to the she's, blue she's place. She's found she's found coordinates to lead her towards the deeds yeah. to that. Right. Yeah. Um. Uh, but of course, Ben Mendelssohn's like Ben Mendelssohn's the the kind of like gung ho. He'll do anything to to keep this brand identity because well, Rowan Atkinson is actually knows about this. Yeah. He's secretly been been on the on the hunt. He, for, he's been on the hunt for it, yeah. but. Ben Mendelssohn wants um, to have this destroyed, yeah, because it's bringing down capitalism. The brand. Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's yeah, it's it's a it's a 
it's a game of Monopoly that was unlicensed at the time, yep. that was very critical of capitalism. And he kind of tricked it out of the person who the rights to Monopoly was left for, yeah. uh, left to. Guess who that was? Who was it? Robin Williams. <laughs> was it? Yeah. <laughs> Back in the day, uh, Robin, how Williams, he lost that eye. Robin Williams and how- Ben Mendelsohn went to camp together. <laughs> yeah, how he lost that eye. <laughs> oh, yeah? Just, just plucked straight from his head in Vietnam. In Vietnam, by yeah. Ben Mendelsohn. It was like so. What happened was, <laughs> Robin Williams got hit in the side of the head with a with a bullet. Yeah. In Vietnam. No, I, I thought I thought Ben Mendelsohn would be like, well, they were both discussed. This is a flashback to Vietnam. Yeah. They were they were in the war, the yeah. Vietnam War, and they were sort of sat back to back. In a uh, in in like the mud, yeah, and uh, it's it's kind of like seeing Forrest Gump, but uh, Ben Mills is like, oh, what do you want to do when uh, when you get out of here? Uh, and uh, Robin Williams was like, well, I've come up with a really good idea for a board game that's oh, very critical of, of capitalism. Remember, Robin Williams wasn't the one who invented Monopoly; it was his dad. Like he inherited this this one. Oh yeah. Well, well it's, so it so was, Robin Williams has, has, has said, Williams "Well, I'll be yeah, yeah." Uh, well, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna make this this board game famous. Yeah, this board game that's very critical of capitalism. So still, still, his dad invented it. Sure, it, it's it's something we me and my dad used to play all the time, and yeah. uh, now he's dead. And uh, I'm I'm gonna after after the war, after I get out of here, I'm gonna I'm gonna go and make that a big a big thing, and then. Uh, Ben Mills is like, ah, oh, well, could you just write it down for me? Could you write down the rules so I could probably play it at home? And uh, he's like, sure, sure. He just scribbles it down on a piece of paper. But the bits that are critical of capitalism are lost. So Ben Mendelssohn then goes and makes a ton of money, not caring about anyone else, not giving back, just just buying up property all over, all it, over the shop. To make this even better, right? Rowan Williams has that prototype thing he's got mm. the, the the copy of his dad's copy of Monopoly he brought it with him out to Vietnam so he could do something while they weren't on like yeah. on shift or whatever on patrol yeah um you know they've, they've started playing it and actually they go into a town a Vietnamese town and they start playing it with with all the, the local people mm. and the local people are like you know what yeah American capitalism is bad yeah Get out of our country! <laughs> they, he accidentally radi- radicalizes a, a safe town, <laughs> and and uh, which which goes on to turn the tide of the war. Yeah, um, and, they and, lose Vietnam because of Robin Williams and, and Monopoly. Yeah, and Ben Mendelsohn like harbors that grudge yeah. and vows to destroy this thing uh, by making it a capitalist propaganda so, tool. So. so to summarise yeah. again, Ben Mendelssohn <laughs> just wants to destroy Monopoly. Yeah. Or that version of Monopoly. He wants, he wants to whitewash that version of Monopoly. Rowan Atkinson... Knows uh, about the knows treasure. Knows about the treasure. Yep. Now Natalie Portman is on the run from Ben Mendelssohn. And trying to find this treasure. And trying to find this treasure. Yep. Right. So where is... This is the important part, right? Where is the treasure? I think I have an idea. I've got an idea as well. Do you want to say it at the same time and see where it leads us? I can't think of a, of a clever way of doing this. Is it wherever Go is? Yes, yeah, wherever the fuck Go is, Tom. <laughs> it's wherever the fuck Go is. I love how that was such a weird concept. 
but we both got there. I was gonna go for wherever old Kent Road is. Yeah. It was like the the place you'd least yeah, expect. Yeah, it. where where he originally came from. Or or in jail. <laughs> <laughs> or she goes to jail. Yeah, and she has to pay two hundred pounds to get out. Why? <laughs> I guess it's American system. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So two hundred pounds. The police would just be like, "What the fuck is this? You're a genius." Get her out! Get her out of my cell! <laughs> Actually, yeah, there's a there's a sort of like situation where she has two hundred old old of the very old paper Monopoly money. Yes, and it t- and th- and then the the sergeant's like, "That's all you." Uh, she's like, "This is all I've got." Sorry, uh, and and then the sergeant's like, "Hang about," goes eBay up, yeah, and he's like whispers in the in in the uh like in one of the uh kind of in the captain's ear and they go no problem you go (laughs) i like to think that in jail rowan atkinson turns up and Mm. uh and sort of offers her a deal offers her a deal and uh, she's like you're you're in jail too you were looking for the for the monopoly thing is no 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 i'm just visiting (laughs) and um and just visiting you to offer you a deal. Uh, you get half of, of wherever the blue place is. I get the other half, but uh, you get you get uh, half of Mayfair. I get half of Mayfair. No problem at all. But you've got to tell me where where the the ship is, <laughs> the, the, the boat. Well, you got to. I mean, you you got to tell me what your coordinates oh, yeah. say, and and the and where the monocle is hidden. Yeah, because only with the monocle can you read the, the deeds. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well, it's yeah. The, the, on the monocle, on the inside of the monocle, it has the all where all these coordinates are, right? Where, where the coordinates are that, and if you read through the monocle, uh, if you read the rules of this Monopoly game with the monocle, okay, you get you get the deeds. Well, yes. that's that's what it turns out so, to be anyway. Anyway, she she like, you know, she says no. At which point she gets out of the police station and mm-hmm. is immediately put into a back of a van. Yeah. Where she's taken to Hasbro headquarters, right? Um, and uh, the uh, she like um, obviously they're they're like pressuring her to to give them give, give over them, the location give over of the location. this hidden monopoly game. Um, and uh, she eventually, like after a, I don't know, yeah, they let her. She eventually escapes, right? And drives off in the direction wherever Go is, and I don't. I still don't know where Go is. Um, well, no one does. No one knows. Uh, but it's near Old Kent it's called, Road. It's and, called Golden and... Oaks. It's just next door to uh, just de- next door to uh, Old Kent Road. Gold, it's, it's, it's called it's, it's ah, somewhere in between. It's Old called, Kent Road and Park Lane. It's called Golden Oaks um, Dole Office. Okay. It's uh, in in London. Yeah. It's it's called the Golden Oaks Lo- uh, uh, Dole Office, where you could get 200, 200 quid for like oh, if you queued up at the Dole queue. Okay. Um, right. Uh, <laughs> it's it's it's, it's now not, defunct. It's now it's now. Uh, oh like, yeah, they've gone down. out of business. because yeah. who can get away with giving away two hundred pounds to anyone who walks in? Usually the government. Well, I mean, it's, <laughs> and this is not a government-run thing. I it's think. just a place where you... It's a hidden building. You used to be able to... Where you yeah. could go in if, if you needed if you needed to pick me up back of in, cash. Back in the day... Well, no. like It was back in the day of the welfare state where it all worked and it was all socialist and we owned the railways. I don't know what you're talking about. Um, that's when like this was open and the government's 
post that have blocked it all off and they've uh, hidden it in a courtyard that's behind a load of buildings that don't have windows at the back mm. right so it's just a big square that's just that has golden oaks like muralled on the ground in, yeah. in, in, in kind of like a, um, oh. a mosaic yeah. right uh, it just says go and it's got an arrow yeah. uh, and then the rest <laughs> is faded out so eventually she runs out she runs away to there right yeah. she and, and obviously Rowan Atkinson and Ben Mendelsohn have a um, have a helicopter that yeah. follows where she goes right she's getting more and more paranoid about it um, and they eventually she, she gets into this place she finds these deeds to Mayfair right yeah she, she's bringing them out immediately there's armed soldiers there's yeah. Rowan Atkinson there's Ben Mendelsohn and they're like handed over right so she hands she hands it over and um, Ben Mendelssohn says, "Right, and you're you're going to you're going to go to prison, and you're going straight <laughs> to prison, and you can take this with you." And he slides over his the the, the, the now stolen copy yeah. of um, uh, Monopoly over yeah. to her that he's been hanging on to, right? So she's got her copy of Monopoly, he's got his, mm. right? And then he takes off. He's now got the deeds. Him and him and um, uh, Rowan Atkinson have won. They yeah. now have the deeds to Mayfair. Oh, right? no. And they're going to split it 50-50. Oh. Right? But then as they leave, um, uh, they, they, they're like, you know, sort of going back and forth. They get angry at each other. Yeah. Rowan Atkinson pushes Ben Mendelsohn out of the helicopter. Oh, what? And says, they're all mine, actually. Um, uh, but the deed tears in half. So now, because this is how deeds work, Tom. Yeah, yeah. There's... He's only got half of the houses on Mayfair, <laughs> <laughs> um, and he's like, "Well, that's fine. I've got half May- uh, houses on Mayfair." Hmm. Um, he um, like, but he goes to cash them in. Yeah, and there at the same office is Natalie Portman, right? Who is just fi- uh, like she's holding another deed. Yeah, and she says, "Oh, hi, hi, Rowan Atkinson. How are you doing?" And he's like, "What are you doing here?" And she says, "Oh, I've just bought Park Lane." Uh, um, it turns out if you look on the other eye and yeah. rub it off, there's another monocle, which is the second, the second uh, location. A monocle of the on both eyes. Yeah. There we go. So uh, that was a monocle on both eyes. Do we do? Do we do, we do a whole flashback bit? They do a whole. Like, I mean, we don't flashback. really need to right now, but yeah, no, we yeah. don't. But no, like, it's because she, yeah. she looked at she looked at the rules I of just, the monocle. I just feel like yeah, I feel like the ending was a little abrupt in the pitch. It wouldn't obviously. Oh yeah, be no, we'd yet. obviously build up to it mm. if it was, uh, which it definitely will be made into a real movie. Um, of course it will. Yeah, but there we go. Um, yeah, uh, thank you, uh, the Go, for that uh, that title. I'm going to end the credits with uh, "Money" by Pink Floyd. Oh yeah, yeah. She's, because she puts sunglasses on and he's like. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> he's so angry Rowan Atkinson is so angry and as she pushes out the, the glass doors and steps into the sun in a kind of heist movie way she uh, the sun sort of set in she's got sunglasses on and uh, yeah she and walks, walks onto Park Lane like the Beatles on Abbey Road and there's uh, Rowan Williams wheeling the, his wheelchair yeah. across he's like you did it <laughs> Did what? I don't Just know. like we planned. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's stupid.
Uh, that's very stupid. Well, I mean, it, it might be stupid. It might be something you've enjoyed, and I'm not going to judge you for enjoying this thing. <laughs> no, nah, neither am I. So, if you uh, if you have enjoyed it, of course, um, then we'd be thrilled if you would share it with your friends. Um, th- we don't have any way of sharing it other than that, apart from you telling other people, well, yeah, we can do social media, but there's a lot of that. Yeah. There's a lot of that uh, kind of stuff. There's a lot of social media about in there. And there's a lot of it going around. <laughs> there's a lot of social media going around. <laughs> so we really would appreciate if you would uh, tell your friends about it. Another thing you can do, um, if you liked it, is, we don't mention this much. No. But you can, on the same feed and the same thing, you will, um, every week, we release the Deleted Scenes podcast. Um, which is just cut bits from this podcast here. Yeah. Um, and... It, it, it's just, you know, an extra. there's an extra pitch in there, and yeah. there's a bunch of stuff of us just goofing around talking about films usually. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes talking about cereal. Um, but... Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Look for that one later on this week. <laughs> but, generally, um, yeah... <laughs> for a second I thought you were talking about the cereal podcast. <laughs> the cereal podcast. Like, we've never talked about that. <laughs> Um, but yeah, you can go over to uh, the, the same feed, the same feed, but it'll come out on a Monday. Mm. So, um, you know, if, if this is your first episode and you find that the second episode doesn't seem anything like the format of this one, yeah. uh, that's, that's, that's why. why. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the third way that you can help us out, of course, is um, going to patreon.com forward slash Life's a Pitch podcast, where you can give us a l- little bit of money each and every month to k- help keep the lights on here at Life's a Pitch Towers and to um, help us uh, keep creating this uh, quick fire scattershot kind of narrative <laughs> that we enjoy uh, that we enjoy making for you so much. It's content. <laughs> But if you just pledge us like $1 a month, it means that you can vote on the genre um, and you get your name read out every single single week, which is, to my eyes, quite a good deal. Yeah. I mean, if you've got a company or if you've got like a podcast you want to get us to name, or just if you want to get your name out there or a YouTube channel or whatever, just send us a dollar. It's a pretty good investment of a dollar. And you get that read out every four times a month. Not bad at all. And um, you're going to be thanked just like all these people. Brandon Spanky Mills. Give us some gay werewolf romance, you cowards. (laughs) Does nobody find it odd that a dragon targeted whales? Jeremy L. Kayam. Stephen D. Thomas. Fingers to hand. Mr. Beakfast, a group called Husk Dawn have captured the channel. James Delaney. New scramble, more like old mortgage rates. In, new, in today's news, vigilantes have stolen breakfast. Brent Black. I yearn for a simpler time, Mavis. Remember BP Beans? Look, I'm sorry that I prefer to eat out, but it makes me feel like I exist. Ladies and gentlemen, I can't believe it. The serial dragon of Wales has been Tom McGrath all along. <gasps> Joseph Hegarty. Prime Minister, was it all worth it? Was it all worth it? S.R. Howell. Newcastle, more like more hassle, Pete. Alex NSFW, okay, everybody be nice. Carl gets here soon and he's changed somewhat. Nikki, Glenn, if I can't trust you with an airport, you can just run the RAF. And Prime Minister, the Queen is here and she's really anger. Eden M.W. And Prime Minister, we agreed not to talk coronavirus. This universe has enough on. That's a lot of people. That's quite a lot of people. That's a lot of people. It's a long, long list, and I'm, I'm, it's amazing that we've got so many people yeah. uh, keeping us going and, and uh, 
uh, we would love you to join them as well. Yeah, it's it's a great uh, it's a great thing. Thank you to everyone who supports us on Patreon. Uh, and we end the show as always with the Yes Very Clever Award, which is uh, an award given out to someone who's given us a title based around an existing title. Um, not had any this week. None. This is the closest thing I could get to it. <laughs> okay. Um, it's from Ross Originals, and it's Hercule Pirate. Hercule Pirate. That's, that's a good yes, Rick. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's nice. It's nice. It was the yeah. closest thing. But we could still have done something with it. Hercule Pirate. <laughs> Arr. I'm taking over this train. <laughs> I'm the conductor now. <laughs> Uh, until next time, I've been Matt Turner. I've been Tom McGrath. Remember who pitched it.